Hello, uh, welcome to Seasons, A Year of Movies. I'm Jacob. And I'm Emma. And uh, welcome. Today we're talking about uh, The Phantom Menace. Dun, dun, dun. And uh, I guess a little bit of foreshadowing. Uh, I said last time <laughs> that I probably wouldn't change my opinion about this movie. Um, I have a little bit. Yeah. So um, I will just, you know, that's just... I'm just that person now. We all have to live yeah, with that. Yeah, take, take a breath. Everybody just calm down. Yeah. <laughs> and listen, because, you know, I think we're just going to come to... It's not It's not great. It we is don't not, love it. It is not great. <laughs> By any stretch of the imagination. Uh, but there's there's quite, you know, some interesting things in here yeah. that we'll talk about. Right. Well, let's, let's get uh, the formalities out of the way if we want to. Uh, so, let's start out with yikes and likes. So, to introduce it, we just say one little thing that we liked about the movie and one little thing that we didn't like, that we don't really want to talk about at length, but that we want to sort of th- put out into the world. Mm-hmm. So, Emma, what is your like and your like? Oh, man. Your yike. My, my like is a Jar Jar Binks line. <laughs> Perhaps I don't think that's a sentence any of us, either of us, thought we would say. I know, uh, but there's there's a part when they get on the ship, and he like opens this room that's full of little R two units, and he says, "Hello, boyos," <laughs> and it's like the most like memey like present day thing I've ever seen, and it just it's it filled my heart with joy. It's stuck in my brain. I've been saying that because, you know, we we watched this days ago, uh, and days, for the past few days, I've just been saying, hello, boyos, uh, any chance I get. Uh, so that was my life. <laughs> what was your uh, thing that your family would say from this movie all the time? Oh, was it like... steady? Steady? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Uh, I don't remember what context that's uh, That's uh, in the, at the beginning of the battle. Where Jar Jar is. Oh, that's right. A general. Again. Oh, <laughs> calming boy. the troops. Yeah. Not definitely <laughs> not my favorite part. Yeah. Um, but hello boyos. It's a uh, it's here to stay. <laughs> uh my yike uh is actually that Gungan battle. Um in the sense uh that it is like two thousand percent CGI. <laughs> um yeah. you got you got the Gungans. And you got the droids, and you got their their CGI weapons, and and their CGI background, and CGI shields, and it's too much. It was painful, honestly, for me to watch. Um, and you know, it was, I mean, again, not like the worst thing. You know, not as bad yeah. as I made it up in my mind to be. Um, Wait, it's not like a whole movie of that, like Infinity yeah. Wars, right? <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. out here. Yeah. Secretly, this is a Infinity War hate podcast. <laughs> right. I guess what? I like Phantom Menace better than Infinity War. Oh! Y'all can fight me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I apologize uh, to yeah. your ears. Well, I mean, you have to apologize to, to my producing. That's what. <laughs> that's what's going to be doing the heavy lifting here. Um, but yeah, it was just... It was just too much for my poor little eyes to handle. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it does look like a big mess. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so, uh, my yike is, um, I'm not 
exactly i've been trying to formulate exactly why i don't like this Mm -hmm. um but basically when qui-gon jinn and anakin's mom are talking uh, she reveals that he didn't have a father that Mm -hmm. is like a virgin birth situation yep um and uh, i kind of hate I kind of hate this a lot. Um, And I'm not... I just don't... I feel like I don't know what it adds. It seems weird to me. I mean, I know that, like, you know, the story of Star Wars, even though it's, like, you know, which we'll get to in the the Jedi episode especially, Mm -hmm. is, like, engaging with sort of, like, Christian themes, especially about, like, the father, you know, the son redeeming the father and all this stuff, right? I don't know exactly how this like slots into that and not that it has to be like a one-to-one thing but i guess maybe maybe what i'm saying is that the virgin birth is something that i find strange and troubling in christianity (laughs) right uh Mm -hmm. not like i don't know i I don't i'm not i'm not trying to virgin shame here i'm just (laughs) like (laughs) i'm just saying that it's like a little weird that we have to be like no like the son of god can only be can't just mm-hmm. be like a regular baby. It has yeah. to be like this special child. Mm-hmm. And there's just some, maybe there's just something weird about that. Anyway, I don't like its insertion into this. Yeah. Uh, it's weird. Oh, I really, yeah. Like, I don't think it adds anything. Yeah. It's just a very, it's a very odd choice, yeah. which like it, I guess, I mean, the only thing it does is like signals something that we already knew <laughs> about yes. Star Wars. Yes. Um, so yeah. Um, so my like, uh, is a f- an- again a phrase that's stuck in my mind. Um, there's a part where uh, Emperor, you know, the Emperor, the the big bad, is talking to the two Trade Federation. Uh, the viceroys. The viceroys, yeah, that's right. And one of them like complains about something, and then the Emperor is like, "Get this stunted slime <laughs> out of my sight!" And for some reason, I, that just tickled me. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels like a very, I mean, it's not like poetic enough, I guess, but for some reason I felt like, oh, this is kind of like, it's kind of a Shakespearean insult. Stunted slime. Stunted slime. Um, and so, yeah, that's, that's it. That's all Mm -hmm. I got. So I guess kind of leading out from that. Yes. Something we wanted to talk about a little bit is that this movie is very quotable. This movie is very quotable. It also struggles with what it's trying to say. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, um, yeah, so I guess, yeah, to be clear, this is not a good movie, mm-hmm. um, but I enjoyed myself a lot. Uh, I think part of it is it's just, there's a lot of like silliness. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of sort of the charm of like weird Star Wars stuff in yeah. this movie. Um, even as it goes to bad, troubling places. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I'm trying, yeah, like. I'm thinking about, uh, one of the things that we love is, so we watched it with captions, um, which was a little painful, honestly, with all of the Gungan speak. Yeah. Um, but. (laughs) I'm still thinking about this and hissing. This and hissing. This and hissing. hissing. Um, But, yeah, one of the things, um, that we discovered is, uh, you know, it was switching between Hutties and Basic, um, and, like, noting when it would do such a thing. Right. And so, there's a moment when Anakin, 
uh, is speaking, speaks in Huttese, and then he says, yippee! And the captions note that yippee is a basic word. <laughs> right. Um, which is incredibly good. But, like, with that, so many people say yippee, and it's, like, with that charm, um, there's, like, the little, uh, there's like the little Greedo child. Right. I don't yeah. know exactly what species. Uh, oh, I don't. That I is. used to. I, w- yeah. I could have told you like five <laughs> years know, ago. Me too. Probably. Uh, um, uh, it's like Ian or something. Mm-hmm. Is it? Uh, but like that little Greedo kid and like the other kids who are like, you know, not great actors or anything, but they're all like standing around like, like ragging on Annie and like just being, like, weird, dumb Star Wars kids. And, like, that was fun. Yeah. That was fun to watch. Um, and, yeah, it's, there's... And, yeah, there's a lot of... And this this movie has a lot of interesting ideas. Yeah, it does. That it, uh... States directly. <laughs> and then does nothing to oh, elaborate yeah. on. Right. Well, I think... I guess the thing I... I've, I've been thinking about is um, how the dynamic between the Gungans and the Naboo Mm -hmm. like um, is kind of similar to this dynamic we've talked about, especially in the Empire Strikes Back episode about where like this kind of like nature versus civilization versus technology Mm -hmm. kind of thing. Right. Yeah. And so like the Naboo are like highly, I mean, they're both actually technologically advanced sort of in different directions. Mm -hmm. Right. And, like, they sort of form this, like, sim... Like, the, the movie says explicitly they're yeah. symbiotic. Yeah, right? but we also never get to see that. No, we don't, yeah. <laughs> like, how are they symbiotic? Yeah, there's literally... <laughs> there's nothing. There's nothing. There's nothing. Right, and then as well, like... Uh, I mean, there's sort of the... There's actually a really good shot. I mean, this is a movie... I don't think it's, like, visually horrible. Mm-hmm. Like, it's fine. Yeah. And it's actually got, like... a solid art direction i think throughout yeah. Mm-hmm. um yeah darth maul's face darth maul's face yeah. is very good yeah so there's i mean yeah there is like a reason people the images from these movies even the prequels like stick in people's minds yeah because there, there's some good there's some good artistry there but um the uh Oh, there's this shot right before the Gungan battle mm-hmm, where it's just yes. like this fog encrusted swamp and you see sort of the Gungans on their little mounts coming yeah, out. Yeah, first you see these plants. Right, yeah. What it, the Basically the Gungans on their mounts, they have like some plumage, mm-hmm. you know, like feathers or like, I don't know what exactly what they are, but that kind of thing. And it looks like the plants of the swamp. And so it's sort of like setting up this connection between the Gungans and the land Mm -hmm. that they inhabit, that they're sort of like, and they literally, you know, live underwater, even though it's this like shield, like it's still very technologically advanced. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, yeah. Versus the droid army that they fight. Right. That like rolls in and unloads. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Which is also weird. Um, because I noticed that they use like the same Gungan model, like over Mm -hmm. and over again, there's just like this one, like orange clad, Gungan dude who's yeah. like all the Gungan dudes and oh, like crowd yeah. shots and stuff. Yeah. Right? Um, which is like fun. I mean, I understand, but I think it is funny that they're like, there's this, this point about automation and like yeah. mechanical oh, processes. No. And then like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, oh. Yeah. Kind of menace. Bless its heart. Bless its little heart. Yeah. That's the thing is that I. 
I guess like I watched this movie and I was like, this is a Star Wars, this is a Star Warsy Star Wars movie. Yes. You know, and it has like, like most of the things that I like about these movies are at least like around in mm-hmm. Phantom Menace. Like they might not be doing much, you know, but they're there. Yeah. Right. Except I guess the biggest thing, um, but yeah, like the whole movie, I sort of just accepted that I wasn't going to care about anything that was Oof. happening and about any of the characters. Ugh. And once I did that, you know, I had a good time. <laughs> like once I sort of accepted that I wasn't going to be emotionally invested yeah. in this movie, um, I could sort of enjoy other things about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. I think I was in the similar spot, uh, but I wasn't happy about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think, I think that's like, I guess maybe I sort of went into like, you know, like cultural studies, like mm. what is this artifact of, you know, <laughs> or something like I sort of went to that mode and then I was able to sort of enjoy like picking at it mm-hmm. and like, uh, as opposed to trying to like, like get involved, like emotionally involved with yeah. this movie. Cause like, yeah, it's in some ways it's like, there's a, I mean, there's a charm to it. There's mm-hmm. something sort of like earnest about it. Um, but it's also like very cold almost. Yeah. It's really, like, I mean, it's not really, poor Jake Lloyd. I know. Like, he has to carry a lot of this movie, Ugh. and he just can't. He's, and, like, a, it's he's not. He's a literal, literal baby. <laughs> yeah, it's not really his fault, and I don't, like, and I don't, you know, I don't, like, maybe there's better child actors out there, but I suspect that's more of a director, like, set yeah. problem also, than it is and the a script and Jake, yeah, I mean, there's everything. a lot of contributing. But, like, yeah, so, ba- anyway, basically... I don't think there's actually any bad performances in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I think everybody's Nothing... just working with the hand they've been dealt. Yeah. Nothing as bad as that one rebel in a uh, empire strikes. <laughs> yeah, back. it's actually true. Well, I, th- I mean, I mean, there's been a lot of talking about like, I'm at best is the yes. actor's name who plays Qui-Gon. Correct. I mean, not quite engine plays no. Jordan Binks. Yes. Um, and how like, I mean, he has said that he, um, you know, went, like, in a serious depressive phase mm-hmm. um, because people were ragging on his work and stuff. And the thing is, he's really, you know, that is a hard hand. in yeah. a lot Because, like, it's an entirely CGI character, mm-hmm. right? And it's also, like, uh, I don't... My, my impression was that he worked a lot with, with Lucas and with other people, like, in developing, you know, so you're also, mm-hmm. like, trying to invent this, like, slang. Yeah. And anyway, it's just, like... He's actually good. I don't think mm-hmm. I don't think Jar Jar Binks is great. I don't think yeah, like, the average person could not do all that. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Well, do we want to talk about uh, the racism then, like from <laughs> Jar Jar Binks? I mean, we're the, we're 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 on the edge. So. Right. Okay. Might as well jump in. Uh, so we got it. We got a, a great question from. Uh, M underscore being on Twitter, mm-hmm. who is uh, one of the great hosts at Emerald Mapping, and they asked us, um, why did basically why do people rag on Jar Jar Binks so much when Watto is right there? <laughs> yup. And yeah, I I think like like okay, so with Jar Jar Binks and with the Gungans in general, mm-hmm. like I don't think I'm I, I I don't feel like I'm in a place to like argue or like defend it. Or, like, really get into, like, what kind of stereotypes it's representing. But, like, it definitely comes off bad. Right? Yeah. But, 
um, there's a lot of things in the movie that indicate like the Gungans are like just as wise and civilized as the Naboo. Mm-hmm. And the movie like goes out of its way to set up that they're like equal parts. Yes. Right. Which might, I mean, you don't really know like if there's like colonization going on, or, like what yeah. the dynamic is. So there's maybe something troubling about that, but like it's, um, you know, and then the trade federation calls them primitives and stuff. Yes. And that's clearly meant to be, like, like, they're in the wrong. They're the bad guys, yeah. yeah. And so, the even though, like, yeah, there's stuff about Jar Jar Binks that definitely is, uh, or, like, you know, at best, like, kind of troubling, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there's still this language in the movie that's built up to sort of, like, like, you're supposed to be rooting for him. Yeah. Well, and it, it explicitly, like, condemns the kind of racism that yeah. some of the characters I'm, indulge in. I'm wondering if that's why people focus on it more. Uh, because both Watto and the Trade Federation are also these racist stereotypes um, yeah. that, like, no attention is called to it, and it just, like, exists. Right? Right, yeah. Um, it's just there, and, like, we're probably used to just seeing, you know... <laughs> Like, yeah, these side characters true. who are like that. Um, but when we see these, like, you know, f- like, fully created, like, new species um, with, like, a language, like, a different language that, like, you can emulate, you know, yeah. easily. Um, and, like, that, you know, where the movie explicitly is, like, look it. Like, they are they are a different race. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> But right. that's, so, you know, that's not bad um, and stuff. Maybe that's why people focus on it. Yeah. When Watto's right there. Watto's right there. Oh man, Watto is so bad. Ooh. Like I just, I don't know. Cause I don't like, I mean, who knows? I don't know what George Lucas is like politics are or like what, you know, mm-hmm. but I don't think he's like a particularly anti-Semitic person. I mean, who somebody pulls out a quote <laughs> here. I'm going to be very sad. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's just like the character plays into so many just mm-hmm. horrible stereotypes very uncritically. Yeah. Um, and just in a way that, yeah, like doesn't, yeah, it's real bad. Wada's real bad. Wada's real bad. Yeah. And like, I mean, you know, yeah, certainly worse than Jar Jar Binks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's also like, I guess I don't know like what the religious beliefs or, you know, racial heritage of the person who played Watto is. <laughs> yeah. But, like, it does also feel weird that, like, yeah, I'm at best is, like, you know, this mm-hmm. African-American dude. Mm-hmm. And people are yeah, going after him. Yeah. Which is, like, yeah, also, like, if this is anybody's fault in this room, it's probably, like, the white dudes, you know. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. No, oh, it is. It's... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's real bad. I don't think we have any more yeah. thoughts on that. We're we're not experts here. Okay, well, uh, uh, one thing I guess I'd like to note is I actually, I mean, okay, the Trade Federation is bad. Mm-hmm. Um, partially because, you know, a big thing is because, they're, yeah, like, racial stereotypes too. And it might not be quite as, like, egregious as Watto, mm-hmm. but it's definitely pretty bad. Yeah. Um, but... I find them sort of relatable and kind of <laughs> that they're just like in over their heads, like making mm-hmm. deals with forces that are like way more powerful than them. Yes. Like, I mean, it's kind of a meme. Apparently I haven't seen any of these, but like, 
when Darth Maul shows up for the first time, and they're on like a Skype call with the Emperor. Yeah. And they're like, now there's two of them. Like, what are we doing? (laughs) This is getting out of hand. (laughs) Right. And so, like, I think that's, I think that's funny and cool. And it also actually plays into something we talked about earlier that like atrocity, like the way, you know, Star Wars portrays fascism, well, like is not like thoroughly nuanced or anything. Mm -hmm. Does at least sort of acknowledge that there's a smallness to it, that there's, small actors who are just doing their jobs and like the trade federation in this who like put people in camps like explicitly in the movie although the the movie doesn't dwell on it no which is weird um yeah and uh you know but they're just like in over their heads and they're like normal green people (laughs) yeah no they are like fun and interesting characters uh with unfortunate accents yeah 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 i think yeah that's i mean perhaps maybe that's the moral of this movie (laughs) there's like some good fun stuff and then but it's it's kind of hard to see yeah it it is (laughs) because well it's also just the movie does uh a very good job at obscuring what makes it interesting well just like the thinking about how much of the the emotional beats in this movie rely on, um, like, Queen Amidala's relationship to Mm -hmm. her people. Oh, yeah. And her belief, like, in her willingness to save them Mm -hmm. and her will, right? Yeah. Um, And there's, like, actually a pretty alright shot where, you know, she sees, like, the tanks of the Trade Federation Mm -hmm. rolling through. But, you, you know, you never get this connection you never see yeah no her connection she's... to these people mm-hmm. and like the most of the time you see her act as like um padme mm-hmm. you know is like on tatooine yeah right no i think oh padme i mean i'd love let's talk about padme yeah for let's talk about padme. Pad, padme is so interesting and honest i i mean we'll have to we'll have to watch the other two prequels but right. like maybe this movie is the kindest to her it's um, definitely yeah i would say that i mean it also she is like less emotional room than in the other ones it's true but we see uh in the first half um when we see her you know as padme on tatooine um and it's not it's not super well done. I'll say that. Um, yeah. But it's clear like she's like interested in like Tatooine and kind of the society there. She's asking Anakin like a bunch of questions, and she's like concerned. You know when she finds out that slavery is still present, um, even when the laws, you know, say that it shouldn't be. Um, so like there there could be some really interesting things, and it's like it shows that Padme like is curious. And that she does care about people. Yeah. Uh, we just never get to see her, you know, care for her people yeah. uh, well, on, I like, a in, direct level. Right. Because we sort of, we do see her, like, you know, act on their behalf in the Senate and yeah. obviously, like, make that, you know, final battle happen. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's just, it's frustrating because I think, you know, you, you see the seeds of actually a really interesting... Uh, like character mm-hmm. there, but it's just not developed enough. I thought through enough, and also 
I mean, I don't think, again, like, I don't think this is Natalie Portman's fault. Yeah. A lot of the performance is just very flat. Yes. You know, particularly the Queen stuff. Yes. Which I guess is Kira Knightley a lot. Yeah. Oh, bless Kira Knightley. <laughs> bless those two girls. <laughs> oh, man. Love them. Yeah, if you if you are unaware. Um, so, you know, of course, in the movie, uh, it's a big thing that there's a decoy, uh, you know, for the Queen. Um and that, you know, Padme, the actual queen, often acts as one of the handmaidens. Um, and the double for Natalie Portman is Kira Knightley, because yeah. they look very, very similar. Right. Anyway. Yeah, because I think that twist is supposed to be, like, check out how, like, cool this lady is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that she's, like, not, like, just distant, that she's, like, yeah. you know, but it just doesn't quite land. It, it, yeah. Yeah. I know that would that would be, you know, we've been wondering kind of how would it be to see this movie for the first time, yeah, and stuff, and so maybe it would have hit, you know, because we knew the whole movie, yeah, it's true. Uh, that that was gonna happen. Well, I don't know. I guess but... I feel like maybe it's a bigger emotional thing, but like you know, the Luke, I am your father, mm-hmm. that will always land for it's me. True, you know, it's very in a true. way that like, I mean, I don't know. It's just such a smaller thing. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I even think about, like, smaller twists. Like, like the one in Iron Man 3. I don't know why I'm thinking <laughs> of that movie. Thing. But, like, I think that that moment... Uh, anyway, I won't get into it. But, like, that's... I think that'll be funny to me. Mm-hmm. Even though, like, yeah, when I watch that movie again, I know yeah. the whole... What the Mandarin deal is. Yeah. You know? No, that is that is totally fair. I yeah. I am on your side. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, yeah, that makes a lot of sense to me. No, it's Yeah, it's just hard cuz this movie just does not give you any emotional connections to anybody. No. Um, it's cuz there are two very important characters in this movie <laughs> who people would have known from the original trilogy, yeah. Obi-Wan and, you know, Anakin, to some extent, you know, yeah. <laughs> some as Vader. But, like, they're not given a lot of space in this movie. No, they're not. And, like, none of the new characters are really given a new space in this yeah. movie. And it's like, who... Why do I care? I don't. I really, I don't. yeah. You just don't... You just you don't, don't care. Yeah, and it's rough because I just think, like... I mean, I think what part of what the script is is lacking is like i mean we talked about this when we talked about star wars uh new hope is that that movie is really funny mm-hmm. and it's very easygoing yes um that its humor sort of just comes out of its characters and like and so you get a lot out of those people you know and you in learn a lot about moments. them yeah in these little moments right and you don't like all the humor in the movie comes from like comic relief characters mm-hmm. like Jar Jar, right? And like a little bit, I guess, just R2 and C3PO, mm-hmm. but not a lot. And like, you know, Jar Jar stuff because I think a lot largely well, I mean, there's kind of two things behind it, because it's physical comedy, mm-hmm. yeah. which is already hard to do, but especially <laughs> hard to do when you have to like put yeah, this when layer. It's not physical, physically right. there. Yeah. And then the other thing is that it's disconnected from anything that's happening emotionally yeah. mm-hmm. uh, in it's, that movie. It's all extra. Right. It's, like it's just like, well, yeah, it's like also Jar Jar just gets himself into some situation because he's clumsy and that's, 
the joke. Yeah. You know. And there's no, like, yeah, I mean, even thinking about, like, really great, you know, even abstract physical comedy, like Looney Tunes and stuff, there's always, like, there's conflict, and Mm -hmm. there's, like, you know, different characters that bounce off each other that want different things and, like, act on, you know, it's, like, pretty basic, Mm -hmm. but there is, there's, like, narrative there. Yeah. Right? And that helps drives it, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's, yeah, or, like, I mean, that's especially true of stuff like Charlie Chaplin, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, no, I mean, we could have had some great comedy, um, and our sassy little friend, Obi-Wan. Yeah. Obi-Wan the Padawan, um, who has, like, a couple, like, good fun lines. Yeah. Um, but he's literally sitting on a ship in the desert for, like, half the movie. Yeah. Well, I mean, we do, you, you mentioned this before, uh before we were recording, but, like, we do get these brief moments oh, with gosh. Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon. I, I clung to those. I was so thirsty for those. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, towards the end. I think it's almost like, all right, he's gonna die, so, like, gotta make sure that right. the audience knows they care about each other, because yeah. in the first half, you don't get any of that. Right, um, yeah. And there, oh, gosh, it's so good. There's, like, two little half scenes. Um, one before... Um, when Qui-Gon, you know, is kind of pleading to the council, um, about training Anakin, and he says that Obi-Wan's ready to be on his own, and he's, like, you know, like, clearly very proud of him, and, like, Obi-Wan is, like, you know, kind of, like, receiving that, um, and then before the battle, when they just, like, are talking with each other, and it's real, it's real cute. it's it's good. And it's gone too soon, and it's, it's too, it's too little too late. IMO. Yeah, no, it, it definitely is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, do we want to talk about Qui-Gon in general? Oh, yeah. <laughs> because um, I'm sort of uncertain about how to read Gosh. him. Because he's sort of, I mean, superficially, he's just like this wise mm-hmm. Jedi, right? But he also, like, you know, breaks from the council. He does. Right. Like and like, it's clear he's done this before. Right. And, um, and he like does again. it, you know, to get Anakin trained mm-hmm. and stuff because, which obviously doesn't turn out super great. Uh, <laughs> oh man. I'm kind of glad Qui-Gon died. <laughs> oh yeah. That would like break his heart. Yeah. But that would have been so good actually. No, I'm not glad he died anymore. <laughs> Yeah, but, like, I mean, we get that through Obi-Wan, is the idea, at least. Okay, like, I need to, I've only seen Revenge of the Sith once, uh, but, like, I I just, there's not enough build-up. That's what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. Yeah, um, but, so, actually, I wanted, you you were pointing out something about Mm -hmm. Qui-Gon's relationship with the Force, because, uh, the way he talks about it is very similar to what we talked about in the past, where, like, it's about, you know, be in the moment, be present, let go of control. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm trying to remember, one, like, the very first, one of the very first things he says in the movie is, like, be mindful of the living force, and he always talks about, you know, he's the one who brings up the midichlorians, right, and about how it's, like, you know, this, like, life connection, kind of, like, we were talking about with Yoda in Empire Strikes Back, um, and he's, like, in his words, He's very much like this Zen kind of Jedi, where he's like, 
we don't need directions. The force will lead us where we need to go. Right. Or he's like, it, it doesn't, you know, matter what happens because whatever happens is like, it's going to happen because of the force and it'll all be fine. Um, but he, like, the only times he, like, uses the, like, when he explicitly uses the force every single time, it's to try to manipulate people because, like, things aren't going his way. <laughs> The way he wants him to. And so, like, my question is, like, is this all talk of Obi-Wan? Or, like, does, or, like, is that the way where he, like, sees the force is coming through? Like, oh, like, it'll, the force will all work it out, like, because I'm, like, asking it to. I'm, like, curious. I am the. Yeah, like, I am the one who, like, gets to like, direct where the force, like, how the force is going to be used. Like, I don't know. It's just very odd like compared to the way like obi-wan talks about it in new hope where like the force is explicitly like not about control um yeah where like it like kind of it it comes into you and like can have an effect on you but like you can also use it like to shape the world around you but in this it's very much like right well i'm sort of i mean i feel like part of this is that um i mean we'll, we'll get into some of the politics Mm -hmm. of this i think connect in connection with this but like i think part of what phantom menace does that's interesting is that you know the republic which is like supposed Mm -hmm. to be this like you know it's what the rebels in the you know first films were like aspiring to be like and like restore the republic right Mm -hmm. but then you know phantom menace like from the get-go like already you have emperor palpatine who's a senator Mm -hmm. right and then also, it's like the whole system is, you know, mired in bureaucracy and mm-hmm. corruption. And, like, the Naboo, you know, people have this legitimate plight that, like, needs to be addressed. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, nothing can happen. Yes. And, like, part of that is, like, there's this, you know, evil <laughs> dude behind the scenes. But a lot of it's just this, like, regular yeah. bureaucracy. Mm-hmm. Um, right? But the movie doesn't See, yeah. quite put an emotional point on that as much mm-hmm. as it should. And then as well, like how much are the Jedi wrapped up in this yeah. and how good are they really is maybe something the movie's getting at, but the visual language that's connected to the Jedi is all very positive. Yeah. Well, I see, I think, right? I think there's plenty of stuff in there to at least like start the ball rolling on like the Jedi order, you know, right. is not all that great. Um, and like, it would make sense, like, thematically, you know, if we see Qui-Gon kind of, like, you know, claiming to, you know, be kind of, like, using this universal force, you know, that, like, you know, belongs to everyone, um, yeah. but, like, using it to manipulate people. But, like, it, we've also seen that he's, like, often in direct opposition to the Jedi Council, so he's like not necessarily. It's just confusing. Like it could it be, is. it could be an interesting thing. Like saying an interesting thing about the Jedi and like you know, especially yeah. as that like trickles down to Obi Wan and then like Luke getting into, you know, uh, the Last Jedi. But like that doesn't seem to be what the movie's doing. <laughs> no, I yeah, I think it, at at best it's kind of muddled. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I yeah, like I don't. I don't know 
what I'm supposed to think of Qui-Gon as a character. Yeah. Like, there are things that I like about him, and he has, like, these endearing moments. Mm -hmm. But it's also, like, when he... When he says, like, in the... You know, when he's with Anakin in his house, and he's like, we didn't come here to free slaves. Yeah. There's something that's, like, really troubling and haunting Mm -hmm. about that. But you also can't... I think that is a real good, interesting moment. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, it's a... You know, it's a bad thing, but it's really interesting. Yeah. Um, well, I think that's something that's, like, actually really... That's really interesting because, you know, they go to Tatooine and the public's just not there. Yeah. They're just absent. And, like, thinking back to, you know, A New Hope, the Empire's there. Yeah. And, like, not just because <laughs> they had that fight. Like, oh, it seems like they're just, like, nobody's surprised when stormtroopers start showing up. Like, it's part of the normal fabric of that world. And, like, you know, Mm -hmm. Han Solo is, like, running from Imperial cruisers and dropped a bunch of cargo, right? It's, like, the background to why Jabba's mad at him. And so... Yeah, no, they're there. Right. And so I think there's something that's really interesting about, like, the Republic just doesn't care. Mm -hmm. And, like, you know, that, like, you can sort of maybe see the appeal... Of the Empire, like, bringing some order, or, like... Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, it's not a good thing. Yeah. And it's worse, actually. Mm-hmm. But, like, still, you know... Yeah. Like, you wonder, like, what is... What is the slave trade like on Tatooine? hmm You know? Yeah. I... There's a lot of interesting things to think about. And, uh... 95% of it is not in the movie. <laughs> yeah. It's just sort of suggested. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, I think part of it is that maybe, I mean, this is actually interesting because I think the two, I mean, this is something people talk about a lot, but like the pod race mm-hmm. and the final battle scene with yeah. the exception of, uh, the Gungan stuff, which we already talked about, mm-hmm. um, are actually like two legitimately well-paced, like very like fun action sequences. And it's hard because they also have like like no emotional stakes um but like i think they're really like a good time Mm -hmm. and like um and sort of like this four-pronged battle on the boot is like really cool and like feels reminiscent reminiscent of stuff that happens in the original trilogy yeah um but doesn't feel like it's just doing the same thing Mm -hmm. you know yeah um, but I feel like there is some level, I'm going to talk about this with visual language, that this movie is saddled with being a Star Wars movie and having to, like, have Star Wars things mm-hmm. in a way that maybe doesn't do it a lot of favors, that, like, it could be a movie more about politics and more about yeah those kinds of things if it was a little more free. Yeah, that's, it's like trying... To do both. It's trying to be like, you know, this is like a, a super Star Warsy movie with like all these a- different aliens and like, you know, right. these like different battles and stuff. And also like this is, this is a, this is a political Star Wars and it's like, you know, we're going to talk about things. And it never fully like commits to either of those. Yeah. Uh, it's just, I mean, I think it would just go such a long way if we had any kind of emotional connection to Padme. Gosh. And, like, it's also hard because that twist actually, mm-hmm. like, prevents us from really getting to know either the Queen or Padme. Yeah. Because the movie's explicitly hiding things mm-hmm. about 
both of them from us. Yeah. Um, you know, that makes it hard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if <laughs> this movie's got problems. <laughs> Here's, so we watch the movie, and, like, after it, we're like, did we like this movie? Like, this, this movie is, like, not that bad. Uh, and, like, the more we talked, when we had our Empire episode, you know, the more we talked about it, like, the more I liked it. The more we're talking about Phantom Menace, the more I'm like, oh, yeah, no. Yeah. (laughs) The thing is, I still, I guess, like, I still think this is kind of a fun time. Yeah. Like, and that it, you know, contrary to popular belief, this is not a movie that's thoughtless Mm -hmm. about Star Wars and what it meant to people. In fact, I think it's pretty conscious of those things. Oh, yeah. And I don't think it, like, handles it super well, (laughs) but it's... Um, I don't know, like, this is a movie that feels like it, like, wants to say something, or at least is trying to, like, build an interesting... Well, which I actually think it mostly succeeds at. I think Mm -hmm. some of the world-building in this is actually really great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I don't know. I was thinking about, like, how... um, You know, even when I was younger and I really disliked the prequels... Oh, you did? I mean, well, when I was a teenager, I should okay. say. Not not as I was watching them growing up, right? Yeah. Although, that's a comp- I have a complicated history, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I didn't, like, divorce my love of Star Wars completely from them. Yeah. And I still thought about all these things as part of that world. Mm-hmm. And I think that's because there's something emotionally resonant about them. Yeah. And I actually think, I mean, this is maybe... This could just be a bad theory, and this could be coming from my overly optimistic side. But I, I feel like, you know, things get memed a lot mm-hmm. because people find something relatable or, like, yeah. touching about them. And I think the reason, part of the reason the prequels are, like, so meme-heavy mm-hmm. is that people kind of like these dumb movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and so, well, I don't know, like... Nothing, there's nothing wrong with I that. I don't mean to try and, like, try to pull, like... <laughs> Phantom Menace out of the abyss here and I definitely like think it's it's it is definitely a flawed movie mm-hmm. um but what I'm saying is that I think it could be a lot worse yeah and uh you know I don't think it's that bad and I think you know a lot of the problems it has like Star Wars has yeah it's true in general it's true so yeah I didn't I did not expect to be here, like, defending <laughs> Phantom Menace to you. Uh, and, yeah. I mean, I said before recording that it would be a lot of backhanded compliments. Because <laughs> it's true, like, I think you do kind of have to accept, like, I'm not going to care about these characters. Mm. And I'm not going to laugh at anything. Because this movie is, n- like, very not fun, funny. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, but once you sort of get past those things... Uh, it's alright. Oh. I mean, like, I'll... Here's an example. Because I was taking notes as we were watching it. And, like, towards the beginning, you know, it's... They get a ship from the Gungans. Um, and this, like, giant fish, like, starts eating the back of their ship. But then they're saved because an even more giant fish comes and eats that one. Um, 
And, you know, Qui-Gon is like, there's always a bigger fish. And I was like, what is the point? Like, this movie is dumb, you know? And, like, yeah. and, like I was like, what the freaking heck? Um, but then, you know, when I just, like, chilled out, gave it a second, and, like, watched the rest of the movie, I was like, oh, like, it's silly. It's very silly, but, like, it's trying to foreshadow the Sith. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what it's doing. Like, it, it does... There is a reason right, for yeah. it to be here. Right. Although I think, like, again, we sort of... I don't know. I'm trying to figure out if this is accurate or not. But I feel like in A New Hope, we mm-hmm. get, like, the cantina scene. Mm-hmm. It's sort of some, like, weird alien stuff going on, you know? Yeah. But we learn a lot about Obi-Wan, about Luke... And about Han mm-hmm. and Chewie, like, in that scene. Yeah. And at every moment, and it feels, like, purposeful to set up, like, what yeah. the character dynamics are going to be for the rest of that movie. Right? Whereas, like, like the entire point of that underwater <laughs> scene is just that one throwaway line, yeah. maybe. Yeah. And, like, to show off some cool, mm-hmm. you know, well, I mean, I don't know if they're that great, but, like, the fish, <laughs> you know? And, like, that's okay. I mean, yeah. I guess that there's nothing well, thank you wrong for, sort of spectacle. Thank you for reminding me that it's okay for me to not like this movie. <laughs> it, is, it is super okay. <laughs> I would never fault any person for not. And, like, I don't even know if I like it. Yeah. I just sort of was like, oh, that was, I actually had fun. Mm-hmm. And, like, and there's more to this movie than I thought there was. Yeah. That doesn't necessarily translate to... It's good. It's good, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I guess I, I feel like, you know, there's a, a portion of the Star Wars fandom that was really hard on these movies. And like, looking back, I feel like, I don't know, this is not that terrible, mm-hmm. you know? And I think um, a lot of the things, like people sort of talk about how much Jar Jar like ruins this movie or whatever. He's mm-hmm. not like, he's not even in it that much yeah you know uh he he shows up early yeah uh but he does not wholly dominate the movie no much like no single character (laughs) dominates this movie which is actually interesting because we talked about that sort of being a positive thing with a new hope (laughs) yeah 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 i just i yeah i really think i really think of this movie had a solid emotional hook mm-hmm. we would complain about it a lot less because mm-hmm. uh, I do feel like yeah. that that goes a long way I think like the MCU oh yeah you know mm-hmm. for example has been coasting mm-hmm. even in single movies <laughs> on like emotional connections you built with characters like eight years ago yeah you know like like I like Iron Man 1 is still a pretty alright movie mm-hmm even if it's politics are very <laughs> weird and bad. Um, but you know, like, yeah, you can, you can, you can make like one movie that people emotionally connect to and then just rely on that yeah. for a long time. Mm-hmm. I, I really think that's true. Yeah. And so, yeah, I feel like if, Gosh, if yeah. could have done that, mm-hmm. people would be like, Oh, it's good, but flawed. Yeah. I'm just like, man, I was because I was like, like yeah like what which character would that be, and like you mentioned Padme earlier and, and like I'm just yeah. thinking about I'm like gosh 
she is. I want that so bad. She should be, and I, I think the movie so wants her to be yeah. the emotional heart. Oh, it of does. It. it does. But like she does Oof. not get the space how, to do that. How that would have, how that would have changed two and three. Oh my, my yeah. heart is just sinking. <laughs> yeah. No, I think. Unfortunately, I don't think things with Padme are going to get better. Mm-mm. But even though, like, that's sort of the thing is, like, in this movie, I'm like, oh, Padme is actually kind of a cool character. Yeah. Like, I don't. There's... <laughs> but it's it's very like from a distance. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, like yeah. she seems kind of cool. Yeah, like you know? there there are hints that she's interesting. Right. Oh, oof. Yeah, oof. it's um. Yeah. It's rough stuff. Is there anything? else we want to talk about because uh i might be done (laughs) i think that's fair i guess i want to talk about the force a little bit Mm -hmm. and then we can do our outro um because okay maybe this should have been my yikes but um when yoda says like fear leads to anger anger leads to hate Mm -hmm. hate leads to suffering it's just like man you're just saying words now Like what, I, I guess that's, that's sort of the problem with, you know, the dark side itself. Cause we, we've talked about this a little mm-hmm. bit is like, it's kind of hard to understand like what it is yeah and like what, how people are invested in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the responsibility of the prequels to try and like nail that down yeah. and figure it out is, uh, woof. I know I'm. I'm mad that it plays the force theme under that moment. Yeah, right. We've talked about that. Yeah. Oh, also speaking of the music, though, mm-hmm. major oh. shout outs <laughs> to. I mean, the music in general is great. Mm-hmm. We don't really need to. We haven't talked about that at all, and I think part of that is because we don't really need to. Yeah. Like it's fact. It's good. Yeah, it's good. Uh, but there's this like choral piece. Mm-hmm that plays during Qui-Gon Jinn's funeral at the end that is so gorgeous and haunting and it's kind of wasted on this movie. Yeah. Um, but it's very good. You should look that up mm-hmm. because I mean, yeah, like it will just bring a tear to your eye. Yeah. Like I knew, I knew I was going to like dig duel of the fates. Like when we got to that, right, I was like, course, hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but then, but then that piece came up and I was like, whoa. Yeah. That's duel good of fates too. is good. Yeah, no, that's the music of the the ending of this movie. Yeah, it's in, real good. in general, it's really so, good. So, man, yeah, do you think do you think that back then, uh, people were like as hard on Phantom Menace? I mean, yeah, there is there are a lot more similarities between, uh, Force Awakens and New Hope than Phantom Menace and New Hope. Yeah. Um, but like that ending scene of Phantom Phantom Menace is like straight up the ending scene from New Hope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering like, you know, where people are like, oh, it's it's just the same. I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't, I was too little to keep <laughs> we were, up with this kind we of stuff. but we babes. Uh, we were but we babes. Yeah. yeah. My, my mom was devastated when I told her that this movie came out in the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> Made very late in the 90s. <laughs> very late fair. in the 90s, but uh, still the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's the, the thing is I, I do think that like, yeah, like these, all three of these movies, uh, very intentionally, I think use imagery 
and use uh, some of the things for the original trilogy mm-hmm. uh, in their construction, right? I mean, Lucas said this himself that they're movies that rhyme. Yeah. Um, and so I actually I feel like a lot of that stuff is actually kind of artful, and maybe that's <laughs> not this final scene, but I don't think that bothers me too much. You yeah. Know? It would just be be nice if it meant anything emotionally. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, we also like don't like I the Gungans don't like the Naboo. And they're just like, basically like, they think we're dumb. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, it's probably like a little bit more than that. But like, we don't get to see, you know, it would be interesting if it was like, if the movie was also about bridging this like rift between these two peoples and, you know. It's like Padme is like, will you fight with us as equals? And Boss Nass is like, equals? I'm in! (laughs) Right, yeah. (laughs) We're friends! Oh, yeah. All this time. Oh, boy. Yeah. Bosnass's love language is words of affirmation. I guess so, yeah. <laughs> Bosnass is all right. Bosnass is okay. Uh, yeah. No, I just... Again, lots of interesting things mm-hmm. uh, that aren't given enough space by this movie. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, well, thank you for joining us on this journey. Yes. You can look forward to Attack of the Clones next week, which I am... Yeah, so I I was like... In the past, I was like, Attack of the Clones, better movie. Mm-hmm. Simply on the fact that, like, Phantom Menace is boring. Mm-hmm. And that is something you cannot say about Attack of the Clones. Yeah. And now I I no, really don't I'm... know what I'm going to think of this movie. Gosh. I'm... Yeah, I'm really interested. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure we're going to have thoughts about Padme. Oh, yes. Ooh, boy. Oh, I'm never not having thoughts about Padme. <laughs> always, always having thoughts. <laughs> anyway, um, so you can find me uh, at Jacob.Benfell on Twitter, and you can read things that I write on graceofthemachine.wordpress.com. Mm-hmm. And you can find me on Twitter at U of Wales. You can find us together at Seasons Movie Pod on Twitter uh, and reach us at our email, seasonspod at gmail.com. Please send us questions. Uh, we were delighted to get a question from M uh, yeah. and set us off, you know, on an interesting path. Uh, <laughs> For sure. So, you know, please keep them coming. Yeah, and also um, major shout outs again to M and all the other folks at Abnormal Mapping, uh, who host us. Uh, you can find them at abnormalmapping.com. You can also find us with Emma's lovely illustrations that she does for every episode. Thank you. And you can find uh, Abnormal Mapping's Patreon at patreon.com slash abnormalmapping. Mm-hmm. Support them so they can support us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're uh, really lovely folks and we so and thank you all for listening yes us talk about this kind of bad movie <laughs> yeah i um, mean we 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 do this on our own with each other but it's nice to do it in another setting yeah you know knowing no, we, that there are other people who we are go interested to, yeah exactly and we also i feel like we go to interesting places that we wouldn't otherwise so mm-hmm. very appreciated anyway thank you all so much see ya